and good evening and welcome welcome WTBR 89.7 FM here in Pittsfield Mass this is Berkshire Jazz your host Phil Tierney and as I say you're listening to WTBR 89 89.7 FM here in Pittsfield And we're going to get right into some music, as we will every Saturday evening at 8, for two hours. 8 till 10 every Saturday evening here on WTBR. It's jazz. And from 10 to 11.30, more jazz with the Jazz Train with John Pollock. So be sure to stay tuned, listen to John. Uh, First up tonight is going to be Blue Mitchell, um, a trumpeter uh, from a... 1965 recording, Down With It. Joining Blue Mitchell, Junior Cook on tenor sax, Chick Corea on piano, Gene Taylor bass, and Al Foster drums. And we'll listen to two tunes, a tune perhaps you're familiar with if you're an old rock and roller, High Hill Sneakers. And uh, a march on Selma. Here's Blue Mitchell. For some reason, we have a slight delay. Let's listen to a little more of The Duke with Dave Brubeck while I figure this out. exactly why that occurred, but at any rate, here's high heel <laughs> high heel sneakers.
Mitchell, right here on WTBR, 89.7 FM in Pittsfield, Mass. And joining Blue Mitchell on trumpet, it was Junior Cook on tenor sax, Chick Corea on piano, Gene Taylor on bass, and Al Foster on drums. That from a, a t- an album, Down With It, uh, recorded in 1965. And where to? Well... Fellow, we've listened to a few times here on uh, Berkshire Jazz. Fellow lived in Richmond for a while. Amish Jamal. In fact, I think I played him a week or two ago. And I promised to get back to him, and here we are, back to him. And this from a uh, a live album. Actually, Amish Jamal's third album. And as uh, it is suggested. He always sounded better live than in the studio. This particular release, Jamal at the Pershing, climbed to number three on the Billboard chart, Hot 100, and on its release, and it stayed there for two years. Um, it's it's consistent. It's impeccable. It's um, just beautiful, and it's. Uh, demonstrates <clears throat> how and why Jamal was able to uh, negotiate mainstream success. Both versions uh, are given on both. He, he redid the album entitled Simply Ponciana, which was kind of his title tune. And both Jamal at the Pershing and Ponciana um, just simply entertained beyond belief. Um, Jamal's technique has scarcely changed, actually, over the years. We're going to listen to some more current um, Jamal later in the show. Uh, He's perhaps most closely sounds of uh, Errol Garner in that the uh, fragile textures and melodic treatments of the quality that attracted Miles Davis to uh, kind of copy his spacing and his sparseness and um, actually recorded some of the tunes that Amish Jamal released. So let's listen to some of that from this chess recording from 1958, Jamal at the Pershing, a tune entitled Music, 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 or as some people know, put another nickel in the Nickelodeon. And then the tune we talked about, Ponciana, and then What's New. And joining Ahmed Jamal <clears throat> on the piano, it's Israel Crosby on bass and Vernell Fournier on drums.
Hamid Jamal, 1958, live at the Pershing. That tune, What's New, before that Poinciana, and started off with uh, music, music, music. I think you got a sense of his, uh, the sparsity, the, the delicacy of his play <clears throat> that so enamored Miles Davis. <clears throat> any rate, uh, we played some of Jamal's music over the years and enjoy each and every minute. In fact, and I've told this story before, please, I apologize if you heard it, but I happened to meet him well, several times. Once at the com, um, in Great Barrington at the, at the uh, I can't remember what they call it, but it was in a supermarket. Uh, and he was there. We were having a visibility, and he stopped by the desk and said hello and introduced himself. I did not recognize him. The first time I had, of course, ever met him, but mostly familiar with his picture on the front of uh, this 1958 <laughs> recording. Consequently, like all of us, he had aged. But then met him again at the Colonial Theater when he performed there to almost a sellout. Just tremendous, tremendous musician. Born in July, July 2nd, 1930, and still very much with us. Um, thank goodness. Anyway, you're listening to WTBR 89.7 FM here in Pittsfield, Massachusetts. This is Berkshire Jazz. I'm your host, Phil Tierney. And we're going to play uh, another giant of jazz in a, a very, very... Uh, significant concert, 1956, at Newport, Rhode Island, the Newport Jazz Festival. And the Duke Ellington Band was the last band for the night. And uh, Duke's um, popularity, I guess I would say, had had faded just a bit because he'd been around a long time and, uh, well, needed a kind of boost and the boost was provided by this tenor saxophonist, Paul Gonzalez. And the, um, the tune, or tunes, it was two actually tunes, Crescendo in Blue and Diminuendo uh, and Crescendo in Blue were combined into one tune, and Paul Gonzalez was um, to tie them together with a solo, which went on for 27 choruses and had the audience... Um, on their feet, in the aisles, dancing. It was, um, as George Wen describes, pandemonium. The papers talked about the jazz, Newport Jazz riots. And it was, it could have probably turned into a riot, but George Wen wanted to get this band off the stage and end the evening's performance. And Duke um, convinced him to let them play one more. Duke said, I want to say goodbye. And he, uh, he had Johnny Hodges great tenor or alto saxophonist <clears throat> that we've heard so many times and we'll hear some more tonight um, play Jeep's Blues which kind of settled things down a bit but we're going to listen to the diminuendo crescendo in blue uh, with Paul Gonzalez lengthy rousing tenor sax solo in the midst and then uh, I think what I'm going to do is listen to uh, Johnny Hodges, I don't have the Jeep's Blues with me, but I have uh, a tune we used during the pandemic, or although the pandemic seems to be with us yet. Um, but things ain't what they used to be. We were playing that for a while, and I kind of miss it. It's one of, uh, I think, Johnny Hodges' most recognizable and enjoyable pieces. So 
Here's Diminuendo in blue. We'll follow that with, uh, actually, Duke. Um, you'll hear the pandemonium, and he'll call out Paul Gonzalez's name several times. Paul was born in New Bedford, Massachusetts, but when Duke introduced him after that, it was always Paul Gonzalez of Newport, Rhode Island. Uh, the band did a, had a <clears throat> great, a great upswing after after this particular performance. Here we go.
Anderson. Paul Gonzalez. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. You're wonderful. And now, and now, Duke Ellington trying to calm the uh, the crowd down. You could hear the, as George Wen referred to it, pandemonium. Um, Paul Gonzalez creating it, tenor saxophonist, diminuendo crescendo in blue. You're listening to WTBR 89.7 FM here in Pittsfield, Massachusetts. And this is Berkshire Jazz. We're here every Saturday evening from 8 to 10, followed by the Jazz Train. Um, the 30-page, the, the 35-page booklet that came with the two-CD set of uh, Duke Ellington's appearance at the 1956 Newport Jazz Festival actually contains three pictures of the uh, young lady who couldn't control herself, jumped up and started dancing in the aisles and encouraged others to follow, I think. Three pictures of her. Also, a, a side story um, that one of the newspapers that reported the next day credited the uh, pandemonium with Joe Jones, who was a drummer for the Count Basie Orchestra, who was off stage um, slapping a newspaper, keeping the, the beat with the and encouraging the band, I guess. But um, Duke was quick to point out that Joe Jones had nothing to do with that, that the uh, the excitement was created by his band, Sam Woodyard's drum, Paul Gonzalez tenor, saxophone, quite a quite a momenta, momentous event. Listen, I want to uh, play, as I said, um, Johnny Hodges, who played actually a, a more uh, calm, reserved tune after that diminuendo crescendo in blue. I don't have it here, but I do have Things Ain't What They Used To Be, which we were using as a theme to Berkshire Jazz a while back. Uh, but first, I want to remind you again, you've been listening to WTBR 89.7 here in Pittsfield, Mass. And here's Johnny Hodges with the Duke Ellington Band, Things Ain't What They Used To Be.
actually have more a little later on in the show of Johnny Hodges, if time permits, um, whose birthday, he was born in 1907, on the 25th of July. So we'll listen to him, if we can, a little later. Right now, though, um, the matriarch, if you will, of the famous Marsalis family, Branford, Winton, uh, DeFeo, Jason, um, Ellis Marsalis, he's their dad, who passed away just, well, I think this past year. Um, and this, interestingly enough, this 2011 recording is entitled Duke in Blue, some of Duke Ellington's music. So we, we've been dabbling in the Duke Ellington songbook, you might say. Uh, the first tune, The Mooch, you may be recognized, and then Squanty Roo, and then Just Squeeze Me, Ellis Marsalis, great pianist from New Orleans.
Ellis Marsalis there from a 2011 recording, Duke and Blue. We heard him do the mooch, squatty roo, and that last tune, Just Squeeze Me. Ellis Marsalis, Winton Marsalis' dad. <clears throat> and you're listening to WTBR 89.7 FM here in Pittsfield, Massachusetts. This is Berkshire Jazz. And I am your host, Phil Tierney. We are every Saturday evening from 8 to 10, followed by the Jazz Train with John Pollock. So stay tuned. And right now, another pianist, Red Garland, who played with Miles in the mid-1950s and was able to kind of meld the styles of Miles Davis with his saxophonist, John Coltrane, very, very nicely. And... uh, on this recording, entitled Soul Junction, he'll be joined by John Coltrane on tenor sax, Donald Byrd on trumpet, George Joyner on bass, and Arthur Taylor on drums, Red Garland on piano. And we'll listen to three tunes, uh, Duke Ellington's, excuse me, uh, Dizzy Gillespie's Wouldn't You, and then a tune entitled Burke's Works. And because that was Dizzy Gillespie's middle name, I'm assuming he may have composed it as well, although I don't have that information here. Uh, And finally, uh, Duke Ellington tune, I got it bad and that ain't good. Here is Red Garland.
the Red Garland Quintet from a 1957 recording entitled Soul Junction. That tune, of course, um, I got it bad, and that ain't good. Red Garland on piano, and John Coltrane on tenor sax, Donald Byrd on trumpet, <clears throat> joined by Arthur Taylor on drums, and George Joyner on bass. And you're listening to WTBR 89.7 FM in Pittsfield, Massachusetts. This is Berkshire Jazz. I'm your host, Phil Tierney, and we're here every Saturday evening from 8 to 10. Hoping you'll join us and stay with WTBR for 10 o'clock. It's the jazz train. Time to slide in with more great jazz, so stay with us. Um, I, we said we'd play a little more Amma Jamal, and we will, and here it is. From a 1994 recording, I remember Duke, Hoagie, and Strayhorn. And we'll listen to four tunes. This will take us home. Um, a tune Amma Jamal wrote, My Flower. Then follow that with uh, a Billy Strayhorn tune, Chelsea Bridge. And... Never Let Me Go. And, oh, and, and Skylark, excuse me, Skylark, uh, which is Hoagie Carmichael and, and Johnny Mercer. And then Never Let Me Go. At any rate, joining Ama Jamal on piano, it's Ephraim Wolfwork on bass, or Ari Dixon on drums. Here is My Flower.
That takes us through another two hours of jazz here on WTBR 89.7 FM in Pittsfield, Mass. Thank you for joining me. I hope you have a great week. Next week, back here at 8 o'clock, we'll listen to more Johnny Hodges. This time, teamed up with Billy Strayhorn. Uh, a little bit of the boss tenors, Gene Ammons and Sonny Stitt. Gordon Goodwins, the uh, director of the Big Fat Band, will be here with his little fat band. And Dexter Gordon, as well as many others, Daddy Plays the Horn. Thanks for listening. Be safe. Stay well. Thank you.